You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 47. We're calling this one Welcome Home. You know how it is when you've been away from home or someone you love has been away from home. My son is over in Africa right now doing a two-month student internship. When he comes home, it will be welcome home. And when you're the one coming home, it really feels good to be home. Well, for the last 46 podcasts, we've been documenting a journey together, going back to early days in my life and kind of walking through what happened to get off track and then get back on track. And so many of you have emailed and contacted me about how much this series has meant to you. I really, really appreciate that. Just a little bit of housekeeping, too. The website is subconsciousmindmastery.com. In the upper right corner of that website is a box where you can send your email, and that puts you on a, I'll tell you what it does, it puts you on a MailChimp list that I only have access to, and the only thing that list does is it informs you the next day after a podcast has been released. Now, of course, you could pick podcasts up on RSS feeds in a number of different ways. You could check in frequently, iTunes as well, but that email link will let you know when a new show has arrived, and that's all it does. You'll never get another email from it, promise. But during this podcast series, and I would remind you, if you have just landed on this in iTunes and you clicked on number 47, There's a lot of material that sets the stage for this podcast, so I would really encourage you to stop right here and just go back to number one and pick up and get the sequence of what's going on, because this is a sequel, and you're watching the last chapters of the sequel. You got to have the beginning before any of this will make sense of what we're going to talk about in this podcast. But it seems like I have been waiting 54 years to have this conversation because it all has finally come home. And the encouragement of that for you is if you'll go back and listen through the material that we've talked about and really apply it to your life. And by the way, I have a new resource I'm going to tell you about in just a second. But if you'll go back and apply all of this to your life, it is as predictable as gravity that you will be able to say, welcome home in your life as well. And that's the objective. That resource I wanted to tell you about is also a little bit of housekeeping. The new Audible audio edition of Parallel Universes of Self has been released. And I have even better news because the Fred Dodson series, which I first recorded an audiobook by Fred, written by Fred, called Reality Creation Technique, did that last year, released it on audible.com. It is all about how to manifest things in your life. It's a two-folded technique, basically of how you can manifest anything. And that led to manifesting the audio recording of Parallel Universes of Self. It's over 14 hours of master's thesis class level learning on how the universe works. In my opinion, after looking at a lot of this material, Fred Dodson has the most unique, closest into the center of the nucleus of how all this material comes together, born from his past experience in this life and previous lives, which he outlines in detail in Parallel Universes of Self, how he has the platform and the understanding to put all of this together in the concise, direct, pointed, and accurate way that he does. It is unparalleled. He has a background and an experience that just can't be matched, just like you do and just like I do. 
He happens to like to write about it, and he has generated some incredible material. His most popular book is called Levels of Energy, and we're getting started on that next week. So there will be a trilogy of Fred Dodson's Reality Creation Technique, already released and available on Audible.com, Parallel Universes of Self, which is available now, recently released, and coming soon, Levels of Energy. And I have to tell you that I am proud, as I can be, to have my name attached to those three titles, especially from the audio perspective. So if you'd like to pick up the two that are released, just go to audible.com and search Fred Dodson, or you could search them by the title Reality Creation Technique or Parallel Universes, plural, of self. And by the way, Fred emailed the other day and said that the feedback on Parallel Universes of Self has been excellent. So um, really proud of this one. He knew that it was good, just as a, it's a great read, and I think you'll really get the material by listening to the audio. I would encourage you, if you really, really, really want to go deep on this, get the book and the audio. And I'll tell you why. I'm not just trying to sell Fred's stuff, although that would be great. But I have a friend who built a whale of a business and then sold it for a lot of money. And what he was doing was teaching medical school students how to pass some of the exams that they encounter in medical school. So his business was all about learning. And he, he increased the value of his company by employing different techniques of helping these students learn faster and quicker to get them through the test. Because the test was just in the, it was like a roadblock. You know, you had to take this test in the middle of medical school to see where you were going to go in the future from there. But it was kind of a roadblock. It was like it was in the way. You had to get this thing out of the way and you had to do it as quickly as possible because you're already cramming through medical school. So he learned a lot of valuable ways of how to help people educate and learn and retain material to generate it on a test. So in other words, apply it as quickly as possible. And what he learned was that there is a substantial increase if you will read while listening. So in other words, you're engaging both areas of the brain. You're engaging the visual and the audible. So he would package his test prep material in PDF form and with an audiobook. So if you really want to ingest what Fred talks about in Parallel Universes of Self, get both. Buy the book and read it while you're listening to the audio. Now, another thing, if I didn't, if I haven't sold you already, let me tell you one other thing that happened. And this is really cool. And this happened to Catherine Ponder, too. Catherine Ponder is that person that I absolutely love her affirmations. And a lot of her work was fundamental and instrumental in the early days of me really getting my head turned around on how all of this works. Catherine Ponder and Fred both kind of had the same story. What Fred told me, as we were getting toward the end of Parallel Universes of Self, toward the recording, it's a massive project. 14 hours takes about five or six times the play speed to generate. So this was an 80-plus hour project on my part. So in other words, I was totally absorbed and immersed in it while I was generating this material. And things started to get busy. So about eh, halfway, maybe two-thirds of the way through, the things that I'm going to tell you about in this podcast started to unfold. In other words, life started getting a lot better and better and better. And the pressure on my time became more and more increased. And so it, the recording sessions got farther and farther apart. And Fred was a little concerned that the book wasn't going to get finished. Well, the reason he was concerned, as he told me later, was that he was having two people translate this into two other foreign languages. They were both in Europe. And he said that neither one of them completed the book because things started to show up in their life 
that preempted their ability from a time standpoint to conclude the book. So Fred was concerned, let's say, that I was in the same position, that we were right here at the finish line with this great audiobook and that we weren't going to be able to finish it because things had amped up so much in my own life that I just wasn't simply going to have time for it. Well, that ended up obviously not being the case. We got it done and we're going to take on another one because part of the thing is, is when you create, you can create time as well. And that's Fred goes into that in the book. We're going to do an interview, Fred and I will soon, and we will talk about the uh, material and kind of whet your appetite a little bit more and get his some of his thoughts and perspective on it. But I have to tell you from personal experience, it is amazing. So there you go. Enough about that. Let's move on. All right. So when sometimes you have hit bottom in your life or you might just you might be at a good spot and you want to take it up another level, whatever positive changes that you want to make in your life, the hardest part of that process is the time gap between when you create it and when it shows up. And Fred, in fact, has a whole chapter almost on this in Parallel Universes of Self and talks about that the, the thought form, the very thought thinking creates in the universe a vibratory seed, let's say, a seed that could become fulfilled in manifestation. That The thought that you think creates a path that ultimately out there could be fulfilled. And Dodson points out the law of gestation. Aren't you glad that things don't just fulfill like that? Because if they did, Think about your thoughts. If every one of your thoughts turned into some kind of form of reality, ooh, we'd be in trouble. So thanks to the graciousness of the universe, there is a gestation period. There's a gender law in the seven great laws of the universe. And that means that it takes time for whatever you create in your mind to fulfill out there in reality. And, of course, it's during that gap of time that we often lose face. That's when we lose heart and we give up and we start thinking negative thoughts. And that's when our original thought that had seed dies. So for the last five years, I've been working on really transforming a life that was not headed down the best path. Learning why the things that I had learned before didn't work and how the universe did work. You know, if I dropped this pen that I have on the desk here every time... I dropped it, it would go down and it would hit the tabletop. That's the law of gravity. And I just knew that there were certain laws that had to exist about how life operated. It couldn't be just so totally random. And I listened to Bob Proctor talk about this on the Science of Getting Rich audio tape. Warner Von Braun, one of the early pioneers of the space program, said that these laws are so predictable that we can fly a man to the moon and land him on a precise location on the moon and return him to the earth with precision. And of course, what I had grown up with and was taught and really believed was that we we were kind of more like the feather in the wind. We prayed and things would happen if God chose them to. Not that we were creators of our own destiny, that we controlled our reality. So obviously, the past podcasts have been that journey and this exploration. Well, what happened? As I started to create what would a wonderful, incredible, amazing life look like? I spent a lot of time journaling, writing it out, doing all of the things that you would normally do if you were following a system of the law of the universe. So one of the great tricks of, of manifesting things quickly is to write it out as though it was a news story, as though it was something that already had taken place, like da da lot da da lot news flash. This changed in my life. And then to take that as a script and basically read it 
to yourself, out loud, by yourself, to anybody else if you'd like, but to read that as a, a speech. So you have the written word, and if you write something down, it's likely going to come about. You have the spoken word, you're putting it out there into the universe, and then to kind of throw it away. So, I mean, I was doing all of that. I was following all the right protocols of manifesting things in the universe. Started doing this podcast, and that's another form of communication, speaking it out there. This is what's going on. I met Anu Shiasta by chance of listening to an internet radio program. That was such a chance thing. And got into her angel therapy course, which now that one has been a casualty. I hate to admit <laughs> that one. I have just taken what I learned in the initial part, but had to kind of I've just my time has been so limited since everything here has taken off. But what she taught me was how to communicate with angels. And I've been doing that every day. And there is definitely without any question, I can just attest to this as real as speaking into this microphone that there has been an equal dynamic spiritual presence. Angels have, I guess the right word to say is added acceleration to this process. And it's been amazing to watch. And they are so close now that it's just right there. You can just access them at any time. So professionally, I had been in the medical field. I had been managing medical businesses. And most recently, uh, working with a group of doctors that were providing orthopedic care to hospitals. Well, I could tell you that that was not my calling. It wasn't my heart. It was paying the bills. I was being responsible and yet knowing there was something else out there for me. So I had defined all of this. I'd written it down, didn't know exactly what it all looked like, didn't know who the names and the players were, but I had all the pieces and parts in line. And one of the big things is I wanted to go back to my roots. I wanted to go back to broadcasting. And taking a step in doing that was starting this podcast. So over a year ago, I just had the, uh, the intuition that if you wanted to be on the radio, do what radio people do. What do radio people do? They talk into a microphone. So I set up my little broadcast equipment and started doing these podcasts and started interacting with you and started getting really great feedback on that. Well, a couple of months later, here comes a radio show. It was a one radio show a week on one station here in Dallas, Texas. That quickly turned into doing two radio shows and then three. And now we're doing five and we're in Dallas, Denver and Los Angeles. We're in Los Angeles on two different stations. So it all of a sudden went from doing a podcast to Different radio shows. These are all different one-hour radio shows, mostly on the weekends. Two of them air in Dallas. One airs in Denver. Two air in Los Angeles. It's absolutely incredible. It's almost like the universe said, oh, you like radio, do you? Okay, then let's <laughs> let's blow the lid off of it. And there's more coming. I'm, I'm really a big advocate now on not disclosing manifestation ideas or where you think something is headed until it unfolds. And so I'll just say there's more coming and I'll let you know when that happens, but it's it's the expansion that's taking place and that's the really cool part. Now there's another area of career that I'd always been interested in and that's the oil and gas business. Look, I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa used to be the oil capital of America until most of the oil companies moved from Tulsa to Houston. But back in the glory days of the oil business when oil was easy to suck out of the ground and there was a lot of it in Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas and Colorado. 
Tulsa became the oil capital of the world, is what they called it back then. There was no Saudi Arabia back in those days. It was all United States. It was domestic. And my grandfather was in the oil business, and I always just had a fascination and would love to have been a part of it. Well, this radio show is sponsored by an oil and gas company. So beginning May 1st, I became the vice president of communications for Breitling Energy in Dallas, Texas. So in just a few weeks' time, went from doing one radio show in one market to five radio shows to becoming the vice president of communications for this public oil company. So I'm not only doing radio shows, but everything that happens as far as the communication going out of this company passes by my desk. And I'm absolutely loving it. Could not be happier. Could not be more thrilled. Could not be having any more fun. Not only that, but this month of June, we are releasing a documentary movie that has been in production over the last year. I didn't produce it, but uh, I'm getting to enjoy the launch of it as uh, we are putting it out there in the marketplace. And our CEO has written a book that is being launched this month. And I've been involved in the book launch and working with the publisher and the distributors. And we're having our uh, launch event in New York City this coming week, in fact. So what has transpired is gone from running a medical practice and literally dreading getting up in the morning to working through this gestation period and learning how all of this works and getting five radio shows, vice president of communications for a public oil company, promoting the new release of a movie and a book all at the same time. Also, this company is very aggressive at getting an, a message out about American energy independence. So we've been meeting with a lot of politicians. And in the last month, I've met with all of the leading politicians in the state of Texas. Speaker of the House, John Boehner of Ohio. I've been to meetings in the press room of the White House, attended the Kentucky Derby and did our broadcast from the Kentucky Derby, flown on a private jet. And most importantly, I can't wait to get up in the morning. I'm loving what I'm doing. So when that alarm clock, I don't, don't need an alarm clock. I'm up and running and just going and having an absolute blast. Now, another thing that came up through this is that I got to move downtown. So this oil company is located in downtown Dallas. And I don't know if it was a, from a past life in New York City. I think there might have been something. I've tried to get in touch with that. But I think, I think at some point there was something to do with New York City. But I've always loved downtowns. I loved downtown Tulsa when we were growing up there. Little tiny postage stamp downtown there. And downtown Dallas, I never really had much business to come down here. But once we got started with these five radio shows, I knew that I couldn't be commuting 45 minutes to an hour to come down here. So I just literally got on the phone uh, on the, uh, the map deal on the phone, right? And I searched up apartments from our office and said, well, there's one across the street. I was like, perfect. So I got an apartment right across the street from our office in what is the coolest building you've ever seen. It used to be, used to be a department store and it was one of the primary department stores in town. Well, this apartment, which happened to come up over a weekend after I had looked and it wasn't there and then came back and looked a couple of days later and it was there, it was the former president's office of this department store. They turned into an apartment and they had preserved exactly how it looked when it was an office. It has the most ornate, beautiful wood paneling, wood floor, crown molding ceiling, and I am four point 
two, five minutes away door to door from my desk or from the radio studio. We have bought portable equipment so we can do the show from the road, or I can walk across the street, walk across the sky bridge, never have to go outside, have a beautiful office, radio studio right here in our facility. I've got this incredible apartment right across the street. (laughs) I'm just like, pinch me. Can this be real? Yes, it can be. And that's the thing is if you apply the principles that we've been talking about, then you have the ability within yourself to create this. Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich said that once riches start to appear when you in the from the creative process, think and grow rich, when once your thoughts start to manifest, he said that it will come at such an incredible, amazing speed that you will wonder where they've been all along. And I have to tell you, that's how I feel. It feels like I'm one of my affirmations, waterfalls of abundance. And it has been a couple other things that I just just these little accents that are like exclamation marks from the universe. One thing I love to do, as you know, is ride a bicycle. So I'm right off of a trail that goes over to my favorite place in town here to ride is a lake called White Rock Lake. And now uh, when I was before, when I was up north from here, I couldn't easily get to the lake. It was quite a drive. And I just, you know, I'd rather ride up there in the neighborhoods. And now I can hop on that trail and it's a nice 23-mile ride to go out from my place around the lake and come back. Just perfect for that. So the other thing, here's another one that happened is I was as we were moving in, I noticed that there was some singing or some, some noise going on on my floor, but not near my apartment, but just on my floor over here coming from this one apartment up by the elevators and this beautiful singing sound. And I thought, well, my goodness, somebody either is quite the singer or... They're giving singing lessons. And I'd always, all of my life, wanted to take singing lessons. You know, the universe moved me right around the corner from a guy who was an opera singer, sang opera professionally, has the most beautiful voice. And just today, I had my first singing lesson, and I can't wait to get in and learn that, too. So it's just one thing after another. Financially, things are great. My kids are doing great. I've been involved in a fantastic relationship that we just crossed over a year. So it's just everything in life right now is working. And the really cool part goes back to a sentence that I saw a friend of mine put on Facebook when I was very, very first starting to look at all of this. And he was down at a beach resort in uh, somewhere in the Caribbean. I forget where it was. And he was leading a seminar down there that he had put together. It was his seminar. It wasn't he was speaking for somebody else. No, this was his seminar. And he had gone down a couple of days before and he was laying on the beach down there and had the picture on Facebook of I think it was probably maybe of his toes hanging off of the hammock. You know, he was in a hammock, had the drink there going on the beach. And the Facebook post was, I created this. And that came to me at a point in my life where I did not understand creation. But here was this amazing scene and this amazing event and, and his acknowledgement that he made it happen. And no matter where you are, what you're working through, what you're trying to do, you have to get to the point where you own that you are the creator. And that took, I'll tell you, it took for me, and I hope it doesn't take this long for you to get to that point. It took a lot of wrestling with my coach, who I've mentioned on these podcasts also, which was another key component of this process. 
It took a lot of wrestling back and forth. No, I didn't create this. It was so-and-so. No, I didn't create this. It was because of my parents. No, I didn't create that. I never would create that. And she just always kept working me back to, you made this happen. You drew this into your life. You brought this into your existence. Whether it was something that I would label, quote, positive or something that I would label, quote, negative, didn't matter. You, she would tell me, Thomas, you drew this into your life. And things really started to shift when I finally admitted, okay, I got it. I did. And I started to own the fact that I drew into my life those things that were in my life. And with that came the freedom then to recreate. Now, look, we could get real ethereal around that. I just want you to get what I want you to understand is that you have to own that we bring into our life what we vibrate out. Pure and simple, Law of Attraction 101. Now, the universe will always help us learn things, and sometimes we have to go into the oven in order to get heated up a little bit to learn the lesson that we need to learn. That's not, that, that's not this part of that conversation, because you can create that too. You can create the lessons. You can create the heat and the pressure and just the right amount of pressure that you need to learn the lesson. The more you quit resisting, the less heat in the oven you need, by the way, just as a reminder. But when I finally realized that it was me that created it, then it was lots of journaling, lots of writing things down, speaking it out, holding the mental image, all of the things that you know about the process of attraction. But the point is that it works. This is how the universe operates. It's also the process that Fred Dotson outlines in Parallel Universes of Self. And we talk about this whole process in detail, in explicit detail, with lots of exercises and how-to points of how to make this work in your life. So, in the what's in it for you department, <laughs> number one, do the work. Commit yourself to higher ground and know that just as certain as gravity if you learn and follow these laws over time, you can make incredible things come to you. Step number one, buy parallel universes of self and go through it one time. Listen to the whole thing. To really accelerate it, buy it in the book. Then focus on chapter five until you virtually memorized it. Listen to it over and over and over. And I would strongly suggest that you contact Anu Shiasta, that's A-N-U-S-H-I-A-S-T-A dot com. Contact her through her website and do an angel therapy session. You don't have to do the whole course. Just do the angel therapy session. She'll do a hypnosis session with you over Skype. And if you're ready, if the time is right, you're prompted to do this. Again, I would highly encourage you to add that to the mix. Another key component, meditate. I had that come to me again just yesterday in some reflection that I need to slow down, still my mind, meditate more. Too busy, too much in a hurry, too much in the head, too much trying to figure it all out. A lot of good things will come to you through meditation. Another step, write out your script. Write out, whether it's in a journal with pen and paper, whether it's in the computer, it doesn't matter. Write it in the sand if you need to, but write it out and then give the speech. Do the written and do the verbal. Then stay in the feeling, the vibratory feeling 
of what you want. And again, in Parallel Universes of Self, there's a whole chapter on this of how explicit detail of how you get into and stay into that vibratory component. And then, and this is a real big key one, get busy with something else. You look away. You've created it, and this is part of what Fred talks about in Chapter 5. You create it, and then you give it to the universe to fulfill. And while you give it to the universe to fulfill, you hold the feeling, and you get busy with something else. You go on about your life, and then you'll start to see these things click in. That is one clear pattern, no matter if it's been Fred Dodson, Bob Proctor, my coach. Everybody says the same thing. Everybody teaches the same part of the process. Things manifest when you truly create it, you feel it, and then you release it. It's almost like that opens up the space vacuum that the universe can fill into. If you're focused on it, then you're actually focusing on the lack of it. And that's a great way to delay the manifestation of it. Well, there you go. It has indeed been quite a journey. And I hope more than anything else that by listening to this, that you are encouraged. Stay the course. Do the work. Hold the faith. You can create anything that you want in your life. And let this process unfold for you. It is an amazing journey. And it's a whole lot of fun when you're in the space of welcome home. My name is Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. And whatever you do, enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.